Welcome to Enwaken, a holistic guide to wellness and abundant self-love, where we navigate healing, relationships, building self-confidence, and unconditional self-love and acceptance for an abundant life. I'm your host, Whitney Walker. I'm a licensed mental health therapist, and I specialize in substance abuse, addiction, eating disorders, trauma, and spirituality. Today, I've got a solo episode for you. That is the first in a series I'll be doing of releasing a solo every Monday that's related to cultivating and working with some of the concepts of the divine feminine. This episode is branching off of my solo episode last week based on when trauma is running the show when it comes to the romantic potential partners that we pick. And I wanted to focus on how we can really tell the difference between when we're coming from our soul or love and from or from our fear and anger or past trauma when it comes to meeting someone, considering them, seeing whether we're interested or not, and really checking in with our mind, body, and emotions to test that out. I also will be integrating a tarot or oracle card pull for my episodes going forward. So on this episode, I'm pulling some cards for you. So take a listen and enjoy. Hi, everybody. Whitney here, and I'm doing the first of a series of solo episodes I'm going to start releasing every week on Monday is the plan. And it's going to be more focused on beginning to cultivate and act within and with some of the concepts and tools of the divine feminine, which ultimately means with greater self-love, coming from your truth, knowing your truth, knowing yourself, celebrating, honoring, appreciating yourself, and therefore having experiences that are more aligned with your highest self, your highest good, with love, with the things you really want. Relationships, your work, your finding your community, finding your people, your friendships, your engagements, all of these things kind of begin to fall into place and align when we start to operate from more of our divine feminine, from our higher self. Then on Wednesdays, I'll be releasing my guest episodes where I do my typical interviews that I've been doing for almost two years now, almost to 100 episodes. And on Fridays, I'll be releasing a solo episode that's more based on healing in terms of identifying an issue and how we're looking to move away from that, resolve it, and so that we can get closer to our divine feminine. I am a tarot reader, and it's absolutely a part of tapping into your divine feminine gifts and abilities, your psychic abilities, your intuition to begin working with these kind of energies of calling in your spirits, your guides, the energies around you that are offering guidance, whether you, again, you want to call it the universe, spirits, guides. So the thing I want to touch on briefly for this episode is I want to offer a few more tips and activities to do for what I talked about on last week's episode, my the solo episode I released, which was about when trauma is picking your partner. And in the episode, I say how we're either coming from a place of our 
fear, ego, trauma, self, or we're coming from a place of love, safety, security, and our higher self, right? So because in these episodes, I'm talking more about the solution and how we can begin to cultivate the things that we want and operate within this container of the divine feminine. What I'd like to offer today is how can we know, right? How do we know? What does it feel like to be coming from love rather than fear? What does it feel like in our body, in our mind, and in our emotions? So what I'd like to offer is something that you can notice is that when we are coming from love, the divine versus ego and fear, one has a sense of calm. The other has a sense of urgency. So you might notice, for instance, when it comes to my last episode, I was talking about dating. When you meet somebody and you feel safe in their presence, safe in the connection, you're going to be more in a state of calmness. There's, you're, because your energy is not being impacted in a negative way in terms of causing it to feel riled up or ag- agitated or trying to do something. You're just being, right? Another word for calm is in your beingness, right? You're just, you're not trying to make anything happen. You're not trying to resist anything. You're just being. So you can notice that if you have met somebody and when you're around them, you feel very calm. You feel at ease. You don't feel this sort of agitation, anxiety that comes from not feeling safe, confident, at peace. So that's something to notice when, because this is all about, we want to take these tools and incorporate it into our selves, into our operational selves, right? How we conduct ourselves, how we engage ourselves with friends, with potential romantic partners or suitors, with friend, with family at our work, right? So notice how you feel in your body, right? So that would be like your emotion, but you know, your emotions, it's like you would just, it would be calm, but also in your physical body, do you feel relaxed, right? Do you feel at ease or do you feel tense? I know for me, when I'm starting to date someone and I know it's, I can realize now it probably wasn't a match. At time, it feels like I'm just figuring it out, but I often feel like this sense of like, again, urgency, like um, I need to do something about this. I need to make sure that they're, you know, do I still have their attention? Do I still have their interest in me. And it feels active, right? It feels like I have to like actively do something rather than just be able to be in their presence and not have to do anything, which is a big indication of whether or not it's a soul connection because the soul never has to do anything. It just needs to be. And when you're in the presence of someone that's a potential soulmate, you're going to be able to just be with them and not feel this sense of like, posturing or they call it pretzeling, right? Where you're trying to contort yourself and twist yourself so that you're interesting and fun and engaging and attractive and it's exhausting, right? But it's amazing how quickly you can get caught in it, right? Like it starts really small, just trying to think of a clever thing to say or like offer a, a fun idea for something to do, like just feeling like you have to like give and present in order to keep something. A analogy I love is be like the tree because the tree with the tree the birds come and they go and the tree feels no differently so it's the idea that 
when something comes, it'll stay if it wants to, right? If it aligns with you, if it feels good with you and you feel good with it, it'll stay, right? The other well-known phrase is, if you love something, let it go. And if it comes back to you, it's yours. And if it doesn't, it never was. The things that leave us are never meant for us. And that could be really challenging in dating because mm, it gets to our ego, right? And we think, why? They shouldn't have left. They shouldn't have stopped calling me. They shouldn't have lost interest. They shouldn't have. It's our, that is our ego. Our soul will absolutely never, ever have any problem with anything leaving us because it knows. Anything that leaves us is not for us. Our ego mind, our fearful mind, our trauma-based mind will say, this is because of you. If you were more of this or more of that, then they wouldn't have left. It's just not true. Another thing to remember is that when people leave our lives, you know, I encourage people to follow their intuition, but you also have to trust that other people are listening to their intuition, even if they're not doing it consciously, right? If somebody ghosts you or disappears, somewhere in there, it was their instinct and intuition telling them this isn't beneficial to either of us. They may not have thought that consciously, but at a soul level, we know when something is not aligned with our path, when our paths come together sometimes very briefly and then part. It's when we try to hang on to something that it gets all a lot of friction and a lot of turbulence because we're trying to control something that knows energetically that it's not meant to be. So back to the principles, back to the tips you can use is see how you feel in your body. See what's going on in your mind. Are you calm? Are you thinking like, what do I, what should I say next? I need to ask them something. Why aren't they asking me anything? Are they going to try and be affectionate with me? When we're feeling really needy, that's an indication that we're in more of our trauma, right? That we're in more of that space of lack and insecurity and questioning ourselves, feeling like we need certain things to happen to get the okay, to feel. And I'm not talking about like, we want to feel safe in someone's presence. And we can be in our power, in our seat of our soul, in our divine feminine self, and say, do I feel inspired by this person? Do I feel comfortable with this person? But it's more when you're making check marks about what they are or are not doing that you feel determine what you feel about yourself, right? Okay, well, he hasn't really asked me anything about myself or he hasn't really made a gesture to be physically affectionate, touching me. Is he not interested? Am I not attractive enough? Did I do my hair right? Did I wear the right thing? Right. So check in what's going on mentally. What's going on physically? Do you feel anxious or do you feel relaxed? What's going on emotionally? Do you feel calm? Like you can't really even identify a feeling because it's just peaceful in there. Or do you feel nervous? And I keep doing this. So it's like, it's, I guess the best word is like an urgency, right? When we're like, I need to say something, I need to do something, I need to shift this situation. But again, the truth is that you can never mess up anything that's meant for you. So you could meet somebody for the first time and just kind of sit there and be very relaxed and, you know, quiet perhaps. And if they're the right person, eventually the energy will get to a place where there, where there will be more interaction. But so often we feel like we have to 
escalate and expedite things, right? That's why a lot of people like to drink on their first dates. You know, it kind of lubricates the situation, makes you feel like there's, you know, you're more relaxed, more loose, more, you know, intimate and talking about fun stuff. But if you've ever tried to kind of date sober and do date sober, you'll see that it takes longer, but it's more organic. It feels more natural. The pace of the conversation and the connection when you're sober. I've done both. Dating while drinking, dating while not drinking. And I sure have made better decisions dating while not drinking. And I've had more authentic connections. But I do still feel that urgency. But you can also be more mindful in your body when you're not intaking any substances. Not to say that there's a right or wrong. Just that's been my experience is that I feel more in my body. Right? You can also notice attraction when you meet someone, right? Because there's a difference between wanting someone to be attracted to you and there being a mutual attraction. Wanting to be attracted to someone like, you know, is, okay, do they physically fit the bill? But if you let go of that and you just notice how you feel in their presence, that's attraction. And I'm sure you all have experienced when you meet somebody and you're like, that is not my type at all. And then you find yourself like super attracted to them. And you're like, what is this? You know, I didn't know I liked this, that or the other thing, but I guess I do. Okay, so those are some of the takeaways, which is when we are trying to determine what does it mean to be in my sort of more in trauma, our trauma story, fear, insecurity, or to be in our higher selves, more in our divine feminine element, and in a, a secure place of love, love versus fear. You check in mentally, your physical body, your emotional body. And maybe write it down, you know, that what, I mean, these are the attributes that I am giving to it, but what are yours? You know, for me, it's feeling calm, feeling relaxed, feeling at ease, being at peace, quiet mind, still body. That to me means that you're allowing, you're in a space of allowing, which is very divine, feminine, very much like love. When we're in trauma, I associate words like anxious, agitated, posturing, trying to change and trying to force something, right? Urgency. I need this to happen. This should be that way. Our head is like, like 20 thoughts a second. Why did he do this? Why didn't he do that? Why? And of course I'm using he, but it could be he, she, anyone that you're involved with, right? You're, you think that everything they're doing has to do with you. Where again, you can't mess up a good thing and you can't make a bad thing work. A better way to say that is you can't mess up what's meant for you and you can't make something that's not meant for you happen. So just be you, like it's that easy. But these are ways to try and do that and to kind of be more mindful of where you're coming from. And the key to all this is that the first step is always just being the observer. First, you have to identify, right? The first thing is always identifying. Until you identify, you don't even know that there's a, a, a problem at hand, that there's a concern, right? Something that you're no longer wanting to do, that you're wanting to shift and change. So first you identify, huh, I noticed that when I date, I am like so preoccupied with how they're acting and what they might think of me and yada, 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 yada. Then you start observing. You go on a date and you're like, whoa, I am not still at all. I do not feel calm. Just asking yourself that. So I hope that that's helpful 
in helping you get closer to these steps of being more present in your divine feminine and using these on a daily basis. Now, I want to pull a few cards. I pulled my Moonology Oracle deck. I'm going to put a link for it in the show notes. This is a fantastic, beautiful deck. I used to see other tarot readers use it. And so I bought it when I found it at a shop because I thought, oh, this has got to belong to me. Beautiful deck. And in the spirit of there was a new moon last night, I'm filming this on Friday, the 21st, but on 420, there was a new moon and there was a solar eclipse. And now today, Mercury retrograde is beginning. So it's a wild, energetic time. I hope you're all being kind and patient with yourselves because this is definitely, there's going to feel like setbacks. It's going to feel a lot of like, you know, treading in water, spinning your wheels and feeling like this again, or like still no progress. And like, when is this? Just take some time, kind of let it roll. Just let it roll, roll right through this season. You know, just trust that on the other side of this, there will be progress and trust that anything that does come up that's like asking for your attention, it's because it wants to be resolved so that it can dissipate. That energy can leave you and you can move forward without it. Okay, so let's see what card wants to come out for you all for this reading, for this episode, for this new moon in Taurus. Oh, oh, we got two cards. Oh, I love this. I actually got this in my my personal reading for myself last night for the moon. Surrender to the divine. How pretty that is. So this is actually the full moon card in this deck. It's a purple moon. It's super pretty. Surrender to the divine. This is saying big things are coming. Things are about to start moving on the other side of this retrograde and all that. There is this full moon ahead of us. Maybe it's the the next full moon that's coming up in May. So just trust, surrender and trust the divine, right? Trust that divine has a plan for us. Kind of like I was speaking to, trust that show up as you are and know that you cannot mess up anything that's meant for you. And that anything that leaves you was not for you. And done with story. Can you imagine if we lived our lives that way? If we just said, oh, okay, well, that didn't work out. Not for me. Thank you. Moving on. The endless hours of turmoil that I've gone through, not being able to do that has been torturous. So I'm really trying to put this in practice. Surrender. Surrender to your destiny, to your fate. Some people don't believe in those concepts. I do believe that there are things that we made agreements about before we came into this world that will happen for us. I believe that there is a higher understanding that there is a source, the universe, energy, that has a big old bird's eye view and knows that certain things have to happen before other things can happen. So just surrender. Also, if you're reading this or reading, if you're listening to this episode, chances are you've already done a lot of work, right? We work and work and work and then we let go. And you trust that that energy that you generated will produce results. You just have to surrender and trust the divine. 
The other card we got is a win-win outcome is forecasted. Beautiful. This is the full moon in Libra. So this is still the energy coming from that. A win-win outcome is forecast. So that means that along with this, like everybody's gonna benefit, right? That to me that this Libra is a lot about balance and considering others. So it's like, what's gonna benefit you is gonna benefit others. What's gonna happen in one situation is gonna end up working out for you too. So again, surrendering to the divine and trusting that, you know, the things that you're doing right now that you may be questioning, you may be unsure about, it's going to work out just as it's supposed to for the benefit of all, for your highest good and the highest good of another. So if this message is probably particularly for anyone who's maybe having a situation where they're like, how is this gonna unfold? What's gonna happen? And it's just trusting that it's gonna work out just fine. And it's gonna be a win-win for everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the Women Waken podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please do share it with others and come back for more. If anything you heard resonates, leave a review or send me an email at Whitney at womenwaken.com and check out the website, womenwaken.com. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Don't forget to let your light shine and to keep an eye out for your special gifts and magic.